Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with me, Coach Ashley, and the lovely Coach Monica. Hello, everyone. Well, guys, it is Thanksgiving week. I hope you all are prepared. And more importantly, I hope you all are relaxed. Because if anybody has been following the healthy Instagram stories, I do a little segment on Thursdays. And I've been all about trying to just relax during the season, remember what it's truly about, and trying so hard not to stress. Because as much as we don't want it to be, it's a stressful time. And I don't want that for anybody, me, you, my friends, my family, everybody. So I want us to relax and have a good time. And I hope that happens for everybody. And this week on um, the episode of The Healthy Life, we have a little special episode. Coach Monica has an amazing topic. And I'm going to hand the reins over to her and let her go on with this topic because it is amazing. And I think it's going to shed such a new light on how we are going to go about the rest of this year and into the next year. So with that, please continue, Monica. Yes. Hello, Healthy Fam. And I agree 100% with what you said about relaxing for this Mm -hmm. season. Um, I started my Thanksgiving week off with going to the chiropractor. So I feel very relaxed right now. (laughs) Um, I will not be relaxed here soon because I did not um, go to the grocery store to go Thanksgiving shopping ahead of time because we didn't know what we were going to do. So I am going grocery shopping two days before Thanksgiving. (laughs) I know, I know, but I am armed with my coffee. I am relaxed with my chiropractor visit. And now here we are about to dive into this amazing topic for this week. So the members in the meetings, they love when I give them a little bit of a shout out on the podcast. So they already had a little bit of a sneak peek, but I think this is such an important topic to discuss today. So with the new year right around the corner, we're a little over five weeks into the new year. I know that some of us are already starting to think about new year, new me. How do we come up with our New Year's resolutions? I'm going to stick to it this time and all of those things. And if you've been listening for a long time, um, Coach Ashley and I always say, you can't really have a new year, new me because there's nothing that's going to change at the strike of midnight to make you a new person. It just doesn't work that way. Um, That's not to knock anyone, but it just does not work. And so this week, we really want to dive into how to birth your purpose and prepare for the new season. And like I just said, we're a little bit over five weeks until the new year. And we don't want you to wait until January 1st to start setting up your resolution. So When it comes to your life purpose, you have to really think about what's motivating you. What are the reasons that are getting you up in the morning? And instead of waiting until we get to the new year and you sit down with your fresh notebook, you sit down with your new pens and you start writing down all the things that you want to accomplish for this year, let's back it up. Let's spend the rest of 2023 stepping into and birthing our purpose for the new season. Um, I think that all of us have been doing a lot of work. We had our gratefulness uh, episode talking about gratitude and being grateful. So now it's time to put our money where our mouth is. And we're going to start diving into that the last five weeks of this new year season. I think that's the absolute most perfect thing we could be talking about going into this. Because even I've kind of said it before, like you don't have to wait till the new year. You don't even have to wait until Monday. Because if you start right now, even just little bits at a time, just think Think about how far ahead you could already be at that point. And talking about purpose, um, I'm pretty sure we had an episode on this quite a while back. But instead of... Because sometimes I feel like people think the word like your why, what is your why is a little cliche, Mm -hmm. maybe a little overused. But if you really start thinking about your purpose, your purpose in life, your purpose as who you are, your purpose on this journey, I think that makes you dig a little deeper into 
why you're actually doing this, whether it is for you, whether it is for a health condition or for family or loved ones. I think it makes you think a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've talked about before that your why should be bigger than your why not, but I know a lot of people don't understand what that means. And your why is derived from your purpose. So your purpose can guide your life decisions, like you just said. It can influence your behavior. It can shape your goals. And it can really offer a sense of direction and create meaning. When I think of my purpose, I think of it as my North Star. Um, That's what I'm looking at. That's my focal point of getting to where I need to go. And a lot of us are just kind of blowing around in the wind and we don't know what our purpose is. And it can be as simple as my purpose is to be here to lose weight so I can be around for my future children, grandchildren, or family. But it could be as deep as my purpose is to inspire other people to get off the couch and to get moving. Whatever you want that to be, it's really connected to who you are at a sense of your core. And so um, we're going to do a little bit of some something different here today. And we hope that those of you that are out there listening, get your pen, get your paper, get your notebook, because um, I'm a big believer in casting vision. If you know me, if you've been in any of my meetings, if you've listened to any podcast, I think that without a clear vision, you don't know where you're going. And so we're going to walk you through how to cast some of that vision with a few simple steps. We're going to keep it simple because we know it's Thanksgiving week. We don't want to give too much homework. But if your dream or your goals seem too far away, ask yourself why you pushed it so far out. We're in the driver's seat of our dreams and our goals. Why are you pushing it so far out? And what can you do to truly create the roadmap of your dreams? And I know for you, when you started your weight loss journey, you had some type of vision in mind of what you wanted to do, what you hoped to accomplish. And so how did you set out to do that in the beginning? Um, Well, I want to start by saying I had my original vision or my original purpose. And I realized as time went on, that actually changed for me. Um, And I I think that's a good point to get across to others is that you might have this purpose in mind and you start working for it. And then you realize, wait, this could be something deeper or this could be something different or more meaningful. And it's okay that that changes. So in the beginning, mine was just simply because I just wanted to do better. I just wanted to be better. I was miserable. I just wanted to be more present for my kids because I knew that mentally I just wasn't there all the time. And the way I went about doing that was like, and it's not just because this is the topic of today's podcast, (laughs) but I had to set out that roadmap. I had to make my plan. And if you think about if, you know, going on vacation and you're going somewhere you've never been before, you are not going to get there without clear directions. And as cheesy as that sounds, it is the same exact way in this entire journey. If you don't have a clear roadmap set for yourself and You might have some detours, obviously, and all these little milestones that um, blocks in the road that you may hit. But if you have this clear path and it's set in front of you, you're going to get there a lot easier. So the way I went about it was I just started writing things down. The very first thing I did was like I got on Pinterest, on Google and stuff, and I just started finding recipes, you know, just simple things like that. And then I had this, my next step in the, (laughs) on my map, uh, my next stop was to, you know, go through my pantry and get rid of stuff that I knew wasn't going to be good, you know, and then the grocery shopping, just setting those clear goals and and knowing what I needed to do to get myself there is really your first beginning steps that you could be taking. I love that. And that ties so well into this topic because again, some of us started our health journey and we just said, I just want to start. And Mm -hmm. we're going along. We still have all of the trigger foods in our pantry. We don't know what we're going to be doing at the gym. We haven't looked up any recipes to take some of our former foods and to make them 
little bit healthier. We're just blowing in the wind and we have no plan. And just like you said, I can think back to all of the family trips that I used to take. My grandfather used to pull out a big map and he would take yep. his marker and he would draw how we were going to start here in Texas and end up in Atlanta or wherever we were going. And we would plan the stops along the way. So if you can do that for a family trip, if you can do that for a big event that you're planning, why can you not do that in your weight loss and wellness journey? Because you need to have a plan and, and put it into action to truly get to where you need to go. And I love a good vision board. And I know that everyone out there is not tech savvy. And um, hopefully at the end of this, you will have something um, that you can create, whether it's a vision board that you create on Canva or on a, a PowerPoint that you put on your desktop or that you put on the back of your phone. Or if you want to go old school and you want to, you know, get you some magazines and cut it out and put the pictures together and hang it on a wall in your house that you walk by so often. Some of us need that visual reminder that's going to tell us, this is my vision. This is where I want to go. And this is how I'm going to get there. And you have to plan the journey. Be prepared for the setbacks in order to reach the final destination and to truly birth your purpose. So how are we going to do that? We're going to give you all nine steps um, throughout the rest of this episode. And, and again, I truly hope that this will get you to where you need to go of birthing your purpose. Nobody just set out on their weight loss and wellness journey and said, everything's going to be clean. Everything's going to be simple, easy breezy. No, they're going to have to do the work. So let's start with number one, defining your goals. This should be the easiest thing that you do when it comes to birthing your purpose and really starting to um, prepare for this new season. Defining what you want to accomplish on your weight loss and wellness goal. And this could be over the next six months, over the next year. I have reached a point where I have to plan out for the next year but also to backstep that and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do in the next week. This is what I'm going to do in the next three weeks. So yeah. when it comes to defining your goals, what does that look like? Do you have a target goal weight in mind? Maybe. How are you going to get there? And if you know us, we talk about all the time, don't have a goal weight, have a goal range because your body's going to do what your body wants to do. But as you're starting to think about defining your goals, ask yourself a few questions. Why do I want to lose the weight? Is it because you want to wear a size small, size medium, size large, whatever the case may be? Is it because you want to be able to breathe when you walk up the steps? Is it just because you want to be comfortable and confident in your own skin? Dig deep. Don't think surface level and have a true brain dump. Write down everything that you can think of. It's not all going to go on your vision board, but we'll, we'll narrow that down later. Also, how will I feel when I reach my goals? We both talked about that when we've started to reach our goals, I'm still not in maintenance. I'm still chugging along, but I feel confident. I feel comfortable. I feel like I've stepped in my purpose. So I'm sure, you know, Coach Ashley, you've also thought about um, how will I feel when I reach my goals and how will I look? when I reach my goals. Absolutely. That's always something that goes through your mind. And I think it's important to not make that your one specific goal because that can very much change. You know, when we're in the beginning of weight loss and we're looking towards our, our goal figure, our goal weight, and we think about how we're going to look and we get there and things are a little bit different than we expected. Maybe there's some loose skin, there's some stretch marks uh -huh. and stuff. <laughs> you know, you have to expect that kind of thing. But the important thing is to have that clear goal in mind, like you said. And you said something that I loved a few minutes ago about 
planning out a year in advance, but then also like what you're going to do in the next week. And that brings me to something that I loved telling members when I worked a lot in the healthy community was to have long-term goals and short-term goals. Mm-hmm. Your long-term goals are those big overall goals. You know, I want to lose weight. I want to be this goal range. I want to be this size, whatever it is. Those are your long-term goals. But the only thing that's going to get you to those long-term goals are your short-term goals. And these are these short-term... Oh my gosh, those short, short-term short goals <laughs> are those stepping stones and blocks and stuff that are going to get you there. And these are the ones that you have to set those actionable plans to. So everything that we're talking about today, have that long-term goal in mind, but also keep those short-term goals very close because an actionable plan, like, like we said, we know you, you, you're already figuring out what you want to do, but how you're going to do that are these more short-term Yes, short-term ones. This is going to trip me up all, all day today, guys. <laughs> but those, yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> those short-term goals are the ones where you're really going to get, get to set those plans into action. Yes. And I think that we get so caught up in who we want to be. And we forget that this version of us today is the one actually putting in the work to become the version of us that we want to be. And so while, yes, you can ask yourself, what do I what do I look like when I reach my goals? But set what you look like in each stepping point. Okay, I've lost five pounds. What will I look like then? Five pounds, your, your face can change. Um, yeah. You know, your midsection can change. You, you know, you could use lose a half a shoe size or whatever the case may be. What do I look like every step of the way? And really driving that vision home because you don't want to just look a year ahead or five years ahead. You want to know, okay, this could be a slow process for me. I'm not going to lose all the weight overnight. So how do I look and feel every step of the way? And use that when you're defining your goals. And something I think is important, not to end all be all, but how will others describe me when I reach my goals? I love this one, not because I I care too much about what other people think about me. I have finally reached an era in my weight loss and wellness journey that I don't really care what other people think about me because I'm doing this for me. But when people look at me and when I define my goals, I wanted them to see someone that was confident. Someone that could sit with their shoulders back and stand tall and not let other people affect their weight loss and wellness journey. So when other people describe you, when you reach your goals, what does that look like? Are you no longer the one hiding in the back of the photos? Are you no longer the one that has a smile on your face, but your eyes are truly showing that you're sad inside? How do you set that up when you're defining your goals um, for reaching your ultimate weight loss and wellness journey? Exactly. And that brings something to mind. You know, when I was going through the process of losing weight, of course, it was during COVID. So there was a couple of months there where I hardly saw anybody unless it was like a drive by through the car getting to say hey to my mm-hmm. mom and stuff, you know? Um, so after being able to see people for a while, of course, I got um, mentions and compliments like, oh, you look good. You look like you lost weight. But there was one that came to me and said, you look different. Different. You look happy. Yes. And that is the one that stuck the most. And so when you talk about what are you going to look like at each stage, at your goal, those are the things that come to mind for myself, not just physically, but like your life in general. Are Like you said, are you going to be more confident? Are you going to maybe stand out in photos? Are you going to be the one that wants to take the photos yes. and not be like, oh no, you know, um, that kind of stuff sticks out to me so much. And, and I will never forget that compliment over all the others like, you know, oh, you lost weight, you look good. And that feels good too. But the ones that stuck out are the ones that complimented like my confidence and my personality. And and that's the stuff that I think just truly stands out. 
Yes. And so for me, I mean, I I have a vision board. I absolutely love my vision board. It's actually sitting on the back of my laptop right now. When it comes to me defining how others would describe me, I would put something on my vision board like a sun because I want people to define me as a ray of sunshine. Or I would put something that exudes confidence or, you know, whatever it may be. It doesn't just have to be a picture of you looking stick thin and smiling because that doesn't mean and that doesn't equal happiness. So when you start to define your goals, as as we're talking about in this first point, really start to envision the person that you aspire to be. Are you strong? Do you have more energy? Um, You know, are you an inspiration to your family and friends? And think about how you can visually represent that on a board so that when you're looking at that and you're walking by this board on your wall or looking at the screensaver on your phone, that you can look at that sunshine and know that means that other people view me as someone who is always a constant light to others. And I'm not working to dim someone else's light. I'm just here to bring the energy, bring the confidence, and really instill a sense of pride in myself and in others. Absolutely. And I think it's so important to keep in mind when you are creating this vision for yourself and you have these constant reminders, like you said, if you're putting it right there where you can see every day you walk by it and it fills you with this sense of something, my point is there, it should be filling you with a sense of joy and confidence and pride and like enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. If you have created this board that makes you feel doomed or not ready, or it's constantly putting stress on you, then maybe you've created the wrong vision for yourself. Maybe you've set standards that are way too high or out of reach right now. So that's why it's so important to choose your goals and your visions wisely. Something that's actually attainable, something that is actually you know doable, because you don't want to look at these boards and be like, I'm never going to do that. That's never going to be me. So it's just, yeah, it's so important to choose wisely on these goals and make sure that it really represents who you want to be. And it gives you this sense of, I can definitely do that. That is exactly what or who I want to be. That is such a great point because this is why you do the work and you birth your purpose before going into the new year. Because let's be honest to everyone who's listening out there, How often do you set your goals on January 1st and by February 12th, you already feel doomed? You already feel like, oh, you know what? There goes the whole year. I set these things. I said I was going to go to the gym every day and everyone's in the gym right now and now I can't do it. And that's why you need to really create this vision, create this vision board before the new year so that you're already walking into the new year with a plan in place. You're already walking in saying, you know what? Everyone's getting their notebook out today on January 1st and I'm ready to hit the ground running. I'm looking at my vision board and now I can write a to-do list of how I'm going to start accomplishing the things on that board. And just like you don't want to set all of these New Year's resolutions that seem so far out of reach. Yes, we want you to dream big. We want you to have a goal that is not just so easy that you can obtain it the next day. But that is such a great point in that you don't want to have a vision board that you look at and you feel doomed from the start. It brings you so much anxiety to even get started. You want this to be fun. You want this to be attainable. You want a little bit of a challenge, mm-hmm. but you don't want to set yourself up for failure right off the bat. So pick goals that represent you. This is not a group project with your family where they (laughs) tell you what your goal should be. This is a you having a 
quiet and reflective moment um, where you are telling yourself what is important and what you want to accomplish. This is not allowing other people to set your goals for you. So I'm so happy that you touched on the point that you don't want this to be a board that brings you so much anxiety and dread. Uh, because I've been there. I've, I've definitely had that feeling. I've set some goals in the past for myself where I start out doing it and I just end up dreading it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not for me. It's just not who I am or who I'm ever going to be. And that's where you have to readjust. You just, you have to expect that kind of stuff to pop up. Yes. So we've talked about defining our goals. That's a little bit of the hard work, the nitty gritty. And now comes the fun part to me. Um, <laughs> is Start to look for some pictures or images that represent these goals because now you're going to want to put them onto your vision, whether you're cutting them out of a magazine or whether you're tech savvy and you're doing this on Canva or on PowerPoint, start to find some images. I know you mentioned um, you went on Pinterest and looked for recipes. And um, for me, when I created my vision board, I went on Pinterest or I just Googled gym or fitness. And I knew what kind of mood I was going for. And I would just start saving those photos because once you've started to visualize this new version of yourself, you want to help bring that vision to life. You want to be able to look at that vision board and say, oh, I know what that represents. I know that I can get in better shape. I know that I can build healthier recipes. I know that I'm excited to actually start making things happen. And so whatever approach you decide to take, whether it's cutting out magazine photos, whether it's, um, you know, just grabbing something from Pinterest and dragging and dropping, it doesn't matter. But you want these pictures to be a representation to motivate you to tell you that you don't need to give up. When you start to feel down in the dumps, you look at these pictures and you say, you know what? I got this. I'm going to continue moving forward. Yes, you want those pictures to bring you joy and excitement. You want to look at it like new recipes and be excited about doing it. Um, because again, if, if you're looking at it and thinking, oh, that's not realistic, then you know it's not, going to, it's not going to become your vision. And it doesn't have to be anything hard. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. I mean, the best advice I have for um, anybody who always asks like how I, you know, something as easy as like, how, how do I make my dinner differently? Just search lightened up whatever your favorite recipe is. Lightened up chicken casserole, lightened up spaghetti, lightened up pizza. You know what I mean? And Healthy App is of course full of it too. It does not have to be complicated because the more complicated things are on us, I mean... Life is already complicated sometimes. Life is already stressful. You do not want your vision to be complicated and stressful. So make it as easy for yourself as possible. And that's number one, by setting those clear goals. And number two, putting this all out there in front of you so that you can see it and be reminded of it every day. Yes. And I really encourage y'all to steer clear as best as you can of just having pictures of celebrities and things like that on your board. You want this, again, to be realistic. If there's a celebrity that you enjoy and you think, okay, I really love their hair. I really love their style. Um, for some of us ladies out there, you know, as, as you lose weight, you start to figure out what your style is going to be. So maybe you have a celebrity that you love the way that they dress. Okay, put that on your board. But I want you to steer clear of some of this, I want my body to look like this celebrity. Because again, they have a lot of money. They have a lot of resources and maybe they haven't had to put in some of the work that you have. So 
add photos of, you know, colorful food items or recipes that you want to try. Maybe new gym workouts. Um, on my vision board, I have some, you know, materialistic things. I have like a, a new car that I want to get or, you know, the house that I want to have. But I also have things that tie into not just the weight loss, but the wellness journey overall. Um, I have a picture of a typewriter because I want to write a book. Um, I have a picture of my family because I want to have a better quality of life and spending time with my family going on vacation. So when you are picking the pictures to represent how you want your vision and your life to play out, include things that don't just tie to being smaller on the scale. How does this enhance your overall quality of life and wellness? Yes. And I just thought of something. See, I don't have a vision board necessarily. I do have my Pinterest boards (laughs) (laughs) that can help categorize this mess of life. But if I were to start making a vision board for myself, which obviously I have to now, one of the things that I think I would do, because like you mentioned, maybe idealizing certain body types or celebrities, can that can get tricky. That can get a little bit messy. But maybe there's an outfit or a style of clothing that you've been wanting to try, but you feel like right now you're not comfortable wearing it. Mm-hmm. So put that outfit or that style on your board that you would love to be able to feel comfortable and confident in. Um, for the longest time, I would never tuck in my shirts. I was like, there's no way I can't do that. <laughs> and so that kind of thing definitely would go on my vision board because now I'm like, okay, I feel like that's something I could work towards being comfortable mm-hmm. and confident. And that is something in my vision that would be you know, for my goals. And maybe it's even something like I want to be able to go to the gym and wear workout clothes that are not big and baggy. There's nothing wrong with wearing workout clothes that are big and baggy. I do that sometimes. But maybe a goal for yourself is you want to be able to buy some some cute athletic wear um, to go to the gym and you feel comfortable and confident. So you have that on your board to work towards. It's something that will come with confidence. It's something that will come with weight loss. It's something that will come with just getting into the gym and getting moving. So what type of pictures can truly represent who you want to be. And put those on your board and allow yourself to look at that and say, this is who I truly want to be moving forward. Um, Moving on to the next thing, uh, really creating that roadmap. So, you know, we have this vision on our board, but how do we actually start to create that roadmap? And while it's great for us to really visualize what our future self is going to look like, and while it's great to say, I want to lose this much weight, we also need to create the roadmap of how we get there. So you touched on this a little bit earlier of those small um, obtainable goals that are going to get us to where we need to go. And when it comes to creating that weight loss vision board, which again, this board is going to help you with weight loss, but also wellness, your roadmap needs to include some of those short-term goals like healthy eating. So having some quick and easy meal prep ideas on your board. Maybe it's a grain bowl. I have that on my vision board. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a two-ingredient pizza dough. You maybe haven't tried it, but you can take oh. that two-ingredient dough and make bagels, muffins. Yeah, absolutely. Pita bread. I've seen people make mm-hmm. it pita bread into it. So now I need to try that. I have not. Dumplings. I have... Mi- yeah, you... I... Girl... <laughs> Oh, wow. Chicken and dumplings with two-ingredient dough. You just plop the raw biscuit dough right in your boiling uh, broth. Yeah, do it. Okay, there we go. I have something else to add to my board. Um, I love that. But even things like regular exercise, what can you do to really consider, um, you know, how you're going to baby step yourself up to your vision. Again, I have things on there like writing a book, but I have smaller goals on my board that says you need to walk the journey a little bit more before you can start writing the book. 
I can't just write the book unless I know what I want to do. Or when it comes to going to the gym, I have a picture of a gym that's a really nice gym, but I also have a picture that shows home exercise because I had to start somewhere. Again, during COVID is when I really started to get on my journey. So I started with working out at home and eventually made my way up to the gym. So it could even be as simple as you post a picture of a bed. (laughs) How many of us are not getting enough sleep? So having a picture of a bed, that's really going to help you set up your goals. But creating that roadmap and figuring out how you're going to have the smaller short-term goals that are going to lead up to the overall vision, I really want y'all to think about how you're going to implement and um, include that on your board. Because it's really important not to just cast vision for the future but to think about how we're going to handle those things right now. That is the perfect example in this whole roadmap versus vision board journey. You know what I mean? When you are planning your trip and your vacation and sure, you've got your destination set, but you've got to plan stops. You've got to plan for gas and food stops and breaks and all that. And that is also the same in this. Of course, have that overall goal that you have in mind, but you've got to plan for these stops. And I feel like that kind of goes in with what I said earlier about goals maybe changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your example was, of course, you had a picture of the gym on there, but you kind of have to start somewhere. So maybe you were more comfortable starting in your home first and you work your way towards the gym. I love that example because that shows that you do kind of have to plan for these little changes that you can make here and there to get you to that overall goal. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of go right into the next the next point here is identifying any obstacles that may set you back. Yeah. And you need to account for that in your vision board um, because it's really beneficial to say, okay, I want to lose 100 pounds and I want to have this be my style. But I know that between now and whenever I want to reach my goal, we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have the new year, we have birthdays. How do you plan for those things? How do you plan for those obstacles, stress, anything, you know, maybe financial setbacks that could occur? I know some people work seasonal jobs. So, and one time season of life, you have a lot of revenue and money coming in. And, and another aspect of your life, it's like, this is my down season. So how do you plan for that and identify the obstacles on your board? And let's just continue with that going on a road trip um, analogy. You know, you can plan that you're going to stop at the gas station halfway through or three hours into your journey. But what if you get there and that gas station is out of gas? Do you have a backup plan? Is there another gas station nearby that you can plan for? Or did you just shoot yourself in the foot? Because the only gas station that you plan for is in the middle of nowhere. And there's not another one for another 100 miles. How do you start to identify the obstacles that are bound to creep up? We can do all the planning that we want. Or as I like to say, you can plan in a vacuum where life is perfect and you're in a little bit of bubble. Mm -hmm. But what do you do when the obstacles start to come through? So let's plan for that on our vision board. Um, And I think that's so important to identify the obstacles to make sure that you know how to combat that. I think it is so, so, so important to plan for the unplanned or unexpected. As silly as that sounds, you at least have to have it in your mind. I know that these things are going to happen eventually. And in the world of specifically talking about weight loss, you should plan that there will be plateaus. There will be weight loss stalls and have a plan for that plan. What are we going to do when those stalls or those plateaus happen? Well, maybe we need to change up what we're eating. Maybe we need to add more water, add a little activity and you know... 
Um, maybe you're having too much sodium. It, you know, all these kinds of things. You need to plan ahead for these kinds of things because then you're not as stressed. You expected it. You're like, oh, okay, here it is. I knew it was coming. So mm-hmm. let's navigate around it, figure out how we can get around it. Um, but having a plan for the unplanned, I'm going to start <laughs> using that a lot now. <laughs> um, I just, I love that so much. It is so very important because it is only going to help you. I feel like it's going to help you gain some confidence. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting here knowing what could happen or what could go wrong, and I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, let's sit here and just wait for all of the bad things to happen to us. You should never go living life um, like that. But just know that it may be coming. And when you have this plan for, for that... Um, I feel like it's going to bring on so much confidence. You're gonna be like, yeah, I got this. I, mm-hmm. I knew this was probably gonna happen. Um, and I already have my steps written down here of things that I could do to switch things up and maybe get around it. It's gonna make you feel so good and be like, all right, I can do this. I can totally get around it. Yes. And we always say in my family, if you expect the unexpected, you won't get let down. And again, mm-hmm. that's not planning for everything to be always negative or planning for a rainy day. Planning but for failure, yeah. <laughs> planning for failure, none of that. But you know, when it comes comes to casting vision, if you have something on your board that says, if you fall back, if you fall down, get back up again, then you're already planning for the days where maybe you're not motivated, but you need to be consistent. So get back up again. Look at your board. Okay, I got this. So what can I look at and see that's obtainable here? And like you said, stalls are going to happen. There's going to be days that you don't want to go to the gym. Maybe life hits you hard and you have a financial setback and you can't afford the gym. But how do you plan for that and already have that set out on your vision board so that when you start to get in a rut, you can look at this board and say, I expected this. I planned for this. I knew that it doesn't matter what's thrown my way. I have something. I have a backup plan. I can keep going. I can continue to walk in my purpose in this new season. And I'm not just putting the New Year's resolutions on the back burner and never looking at it again because I've planned ahead of time. And I knew that come February, I would be ready to go back to what I was doing before but I've already birthed my purpose. I've already created my vision and my roadmap. And now I can keep pushing along. I can keep going to the version of me that I want to become. So identify those obstacles that could potentially be a roadblock and make sure that you're planning for that ahead of time. 100%. It's so important. It's so important, which this next thing is also just important. Track Mm -hmm. your progress. Track your progress on your vision board. This is an element that I don't currently have on my vision board, but I am going to be adding this moving forward. But... Again, some of us, we need to see the vision. And so put a tracking chart on your vision board. Maybe it's the marbles in the jar that you can color off and you can fill it in and you see that going on your vision board. Maybe it's just a a tally sheet that you can check off on your vision board. Whatever it may be, create some type of tracking that you can add to your vision board and every day or every week, every month, whatever you set forth, you can come up to your vision board um, digitally or physically and track that off and know that you are moving the needle forward. Um, I love the idea of adding some type of tracking element to my vision board so that I'm interacting with it on a daily or weekly basis to truly get to um, where I need to be. And that's going to allow you to evaluate where you are in your journey and to make changes as needed. Absolutely. And it gives this visual aspect, especially to something you may not be seeing yet, because I feel like at a certain point in, in specifically, again, weight loss, others might be seeing things more than you would because you know you see yourself every day. You might not feel like you're seeing progress that 
you think you should be. And so to see whether it's the sticker chart or you're coloring in or whatever you're doing, or you're just crossing off something on your vision board, to visually see that progress being made is so motivating. And I know we've talked a lot about before how sometimes motivation is hard to come by. Sometimes you feel like you just can't get yourself motivated when in reality, you just have to start doing to get to see more motivation. So if you just start doing and you see this visual progress on yourself, on your board, that alone is going to give you even more motivation to keep continuing. And it's really nice to look at when, again, maybe you have a setback kind of day, whatever happened, something went wrong. Or I've had so many nights where I've cooked dinner and either like the meat just didn't smell right or (laughs) something got burnt or like just something didn't go right. I'm like, well, there goes dinner and you have to go through the drive-through and then you're just feeling down on yourself. And so, to be able to come home and look at that picture or your vision board and see that progress that you have made so far, oh, it makes you feel so much better. It really does. It makes you realize like, okay, it was just another setback. It's okay. I've made progress. I can keep making progress. Yes. <laughs> you talking about the meat not smelling right. I was making dinner the other night and I was leading a meeting and my family, they were downstairs and I could smell the chicken upstairs. And I was just like, I know it is down there burning. And so the meeting was starting to end. I carried my laptop downstairs and the bottom of the chicken was just black. And I was so heartbroken. I said, you know what? Y'all are going to scrape that off the bottom and you're going to eat the top of this chicken because we are (laughs) not going through a drive-thru tonight. So... If that way to plan, way to plan around that. <laughs> plan around it. I did. I identified the obstacle and I kept pushing forward with dinner for that <laughs> night. So sometimes I love it. Smile and laugh through it, y'all. And this is my favorite part of the vision board right here. Before we start to put it all together, but this is the my favorite part. Curate words, affirmations, and quotes and put them on your board. You know that the two of us on here, we love our cheesy cliche quotes. We will give you a quote and pull it out of nowhere. But it's because, you know, once you've started to identify all of the obstacles that can and will creep up in your weight loss journey, start thinking of some words and affirmations that are going to help you push through on those rainy days. Um, We say this all the time, words are so powerful. So as we're sitting here recording, I'm moving the screen down so that I can tell y'all some of the affirmations I have on my board. I was so hoping you would. (laughs) Yes, I will. So I have, you don't have to do it all by yourself. I know that some people feel lonely. Sometimes you feel like it's hard, but you don't have to do it all by yourself. And I have to remind myself of that on a daily basis. I also have doing what you love is never a waste of time. I know your weight loss journey is hard. It's never a waste of time. Keep going. I'll give you all t- three more. You are the sun. I told y'all, I love my son. I want I love people it. to describe me. So you are the sun. I think we've shared this one before on the podcast, but you don't grow when you're comfortable. Sometimes we have to step into our discomfort in order to really become the version of ourselves that we want to be. And my last one I have here, if I can move this bar down, and I don't even know if I can see it, is you don't heal in isolation. Wow, I like that one. Yes. So those are some of my curated words that I have on my board to keep me going when obstacles. I love that. I really love the one you don't grow when you're comfortable. Is that what it said? Yeah, because we've talked about before, you have to challenge yourself and push yourself comfortably, not to the point where you're miserable miserable or stressed, but there is 
what do they say? No pain, no gain kind of thing. Uh (laughs) I mean, you don't have to take that one quite so literally, but yeah, I mean, if you're not pushing yourself to do better, be better and do new things and try new things, it's probably going to stay the same. You're probably not going to be making much progress. I love that so much. Yes, I love it. And so when y'all are starting to think about some words to put on your board, some affirmations and quotes, these are supposed to help you overcome your negative thoughts, your self-sabotaging thoughts, and you're supposed to replace them with something that's positive. Um, We talk all the time, pour into yourself with positivity that can really change the entire outcome. And so maybe you don't want a quote on your board. Maybe you just want a pop of words that are going to help you get through. And so some words that come to mind um, that you could put on your board are strong. I know you say that with your girls all the time. Powerful, worthy, capable, resilient, enough, beautiful, just something quick and easy that you can look at on your board and say, I'm worthy, I'm capable, I'm strong. So what what would y'all's words look like on your board? How do you identify and how do you want to identify with yourself and that you can look at this word and say, you know what, I'm having a really hard day, but I see the word powerful and I know that I can push through anything that I want to push through. That one word could do so much. And the one word that comes to mind with me personally is resilient or resilience. You can bounce back. You can come back from this even stronger. You can keep going. I... I love the word resilience. <laughs> I really do. Um, I think it can mean so much. So to find that word or a few words that mean the most to you that are going to help push you in the best way possible, please put those on your board. Put them big and bold and bright and so that they are front and center, even on top of some of your other pictures that go along with these other pictures. Um, it's I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is. It's so. It's just so calming for me to see some of these words on, on my board and to just know that I can truly do anything. And when it comes to birthing your purpose, you don't always know what your purpose is going to be. I'm telling y'all, I didn't know what my purpose was. And I feel like I'm starting to figure that out. But what I do know is that I can't be comfortable. I need to be a little bit uncomfortable in order to get to my purpose. And that I'm powerful and I'm resilient and I can do it. And you will start to figure that out and your board will start to be a symbol of hope when it comes to finding out what your purpose is going to be. So I really hope that you'll find some words and that you share them with us. We want to know what your words are because maybe it's going to help us figure out what's next for us. So what do you do next, y'all? You bring it all together. You take your pictures and you take your goals that you've defined and you take you take your words and the obstacles and your progress and you actually start to put this together on a board, a physical board, a digital board, whatever that may be. But you want your board to be a representation of your personality now and who you want to be going forward in your goals. And you start to put this into practice. I don't want you to create this board and you put it somewhere that you never look. Because the whole point is that you look at this every single day or every week and it's so prominent on your nightstand, on your desktop, on your laptop, on your phone, wherever. And you actually start to track your goals and you put this into practice. And the thing that's most important here, and we've touched on this throughout the entire episode, is that you update your vision board regularly. You pivot when you need to pivot because you're going to constantly evolve and change in your weight loss and wellness journey. And so your board needs to constantly evolve and change. 
I've had the same vision board for two years, but I'm constantly adding new things to it as I grow and as I identify new obstacles. And periodically, I change. I take off things that no longer serve their purpose and I add new things that are meant to be. And so we really want you to be able to put this into practice, to sit down, to have a conversation with yourself and say, this no longer serves me. What do I add so that, again, I'm not stuck in a rut? And then I'm able to continue to move forward and the vision that I have for myself. And I think you talking about that, being able to change things, take, thing, take things down that don't serve you anymore, add new things that are newer goals. Corkboard comes to mind. Like that's mm. perfect. Um, because then you're not like dealing with glue and tape. I don't know. My daughter has a huge corkboard in her room and she's constantly like moving things around. And so I'm like, that would be absolutely perfect yes. for my personal vision board um, because then it can go with the flow as you need it to. And talking about putting it into practice, you know, maybe you need to set reminders for yourself to use it, you know, um, you know, depending on your family dynamic and whatnot, maybe you can't just have it out in your living room to display for everybody. Like I understand that. So make it a part of your everyday routine. Set reminders on it like you would get reminders for your water or reminders like the Healthy app can send reminders to make sure that you're tracking your meals. Set a reminder for this just the same because I feel like especially if you kind of put this first and foremost, it's going to motivate you to do the other things and it all kind of just falls into line. Yes. So creating your vision board on the cork board is really good without actually having to uh, cut out a bunch of pictures, create a digital board and constantly going back and having to download something to add to your desktop or your laptop. Having something physical that you can take things off and put new things on, that would be absolutely amazing. So that will maybe work for some of you that are out there listening, especially if you feel like you want to participate in this, you really want to birth your purpose and create a vision board, but you're maybe not that good at technology and using things like Pinterest and downloading and adding it to an app like Canva. Get you some paper, cut it out, uh, print something off from your computer and put it on a cork board. I bet cork boards would probably be on sale around this time of year as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check like thrift stores too, probably. <laughs> yes. Yes. I absolutely love that. So with that, guys, um, we really hope that you were able to get something out of this episode to really birth your purpose and prepare for the new season. Like we said at the top, we're a little bit over five weeks until the new year. Do not wait until the new year to start creating this vision board. Don't wait until the new year to say, okay, now I have the time to sit down and put these things into action. Start to work on it now and let some changes happen. You can Your goals may need to be redefined between now and the new year because you're going through Thanksgiving, you're going through Christmas, you're going through the holidays, and you may see that an area that you need to work on is dealing with family around these holidays. And that's something that you need to identify in the setbacks and roadblock section. So if you start working on this now, it will really set you up for success in the new year. And just remember that your purpose can shift and change throughout life in response to your evolving priorities and fluctuations of your own experiences. But how do you define your purpose? And how do you reach your weight loss and wellness goals moving forward into the new year. And I know that you said that you're going to be creating your own type of vision board moving forward. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see what that looks like coming out of the other side of this episode. Me too. I'm excited for it too. Just talking about it gets that motivation going, really. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to update my vision board and maybe I'll scrap the whole thing <laughs> and start over. But if you feel so inclined, send us your vision board, post it, mm -hmm tag us in it. Um, we'd love to see your vision board. And we really hope that 
you can take this episode birth your purpose, listen to this again and again, and that this is something that sets you up for success in the short term and in the long term with your goals. So with that, we will see you in the next episode. If you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and we will see you all next time. Thanks everyone for listening. And thanks again, Monica. This was an amazing topic. I'm so glad you were able to take the reins with it. I think it's going to help so many people. I'm excited. Bye everyone. (laughs) Bye.